So the aliens are here. Well, not just quite yet. Come June 25th, there is going to be some sort of acknowledgement that unidentified aerial phenomena exist. And you go, yeah, we know that. What's new? There isn't nothing new. It's just that it's a formal acknowledgement. Is that a huge thing, a big deal? Or it's because we have been disseminated this information over a period of time that it really doesn't surprise us or shock us anymore? And maybe that's a good thing. You know, if if there was a shock value of a complete disclosure, society as we know it, or the fabric of the society as we know it might get disrupted. Is that good? I'm guessing not. And so staggering the information bit by bit over a period of time to a point where it almost seems obvious or even ridiculous to uh, acknowledge the reality so that it doesn't even really make any difference. You know, if tomorrow this whole disclosure is done and the top trend is on the next sporting World Cup that is happening, well, that's where people pay more attention than alien disclosure. So join me in this experience where I talk a little bit about alternative existence, for lack of a better expression, and find out if tomorrow you come to know that your next door neighbor is visiting from another planet. How would that feel? Well, hello and welcome to the Gyanban Experience, a simple talk in the middle of a complex existence. Be it news, views, politics or country, movies, web series or a documentary, people, society or culture shock, expression of freedom or a mental block. We just do simple straight talk. If you are the types to sit up and think, then turn up the volume and don't blink. Stir up your coffee, monk or Bordeaux, you are listening to the right show. And though we can't unscramble your scrambled egg, it's no round hole in a square peg. Don't just sit there on the fence. Come on, jump into the Gyanban experience. So let's jump right in and do a compare between what we know and what we guess or estimate. All right. What do we know that have there been legit videos which show something inexplicable in the sky? Have there been such videos? Answer is yes. Does that necessarily mean that they originate from an alien civilization? We do not know. Next, have people specifically seen unnatural extraterrestrial phenomena in person? Yes, those who claim and there could be reason to believe that they have no reason to lie or fabricate or make this up. What's the flip side? That a lot of people have a confirmation bias imagination, vivid imagination, or it could just be hallucination. You do not know the 
mindset, mental state of a particular person, no matter how sane they come across, uh, to have a very different point of view. It, it might seem in, implausible, but you cannot say it for certain, you cannot write it off. Next point. Have there been instances where authorities have acknowledged aliens, and when I say aliens could be anybody, right? Aliens could be one person going from one country to the other, but reference to context here is aliens are those who do not belong to the planet Earth. And that's how I'm defining them. So have there been any government agencies who've gone out there and acknowledged that? Answer is no. There hasn't been one. The closest we might come to is the disclosure, which might happen next month, if I'm not mistaken, June 25th, is when someone from the authorities or the governments will acknowledge that, yeah, the, some of the footage that you see in the skies could be unexplained aerial phenomena, which we won't necessarily classify it to an alien existence, but yes, we are willing to concede that they are perhaps have technology which we have no reference to context. Now, what's on the flip side? Is there a smarter way of doing this rather than just acknowledging it upfront and saying, yep, they come from Proxima Centauri or some other, I don't know, just that's a random name, but someone, some extraterrestrial intelligence, would, what implications would that bring to the table? The implications being that, oh, so you've been lying to us all this while, you know, discouraging people to dig further, and if there was nothing to hide, then why would you classify so much of information? If there was nothing to fear, why would you uh, black out major parts of the unclassified documents and stuff like that? So it opens up a Pandora's box. Next. If there was evidence of alien beings or extraterrestrial biological entities being present in our circumstances, in our societies, in our surroundings, why haven't they shown themselves yet? Could it be that they are less intelligent? In which case, do we still have enough of interest in them? Or are we just fascinated because we assume that they are more intelligent than us? And if they are more intelligent more, and therefore being more capable, then they don't need nobody's permission to announce their presence. They don't need to hide in some ranch near New Mexico. They can be on Main Street uh, on Manhattan or uh, anywhere else in the world. And on the flip side, if they are more intelligent and they want to remain anonymous by design, then that's plausible as well. I mean, I don't see an express need to go out there and say, look, I am more smarter than you. If you are more smarter than other people, then you know and you don't need to prove it to anybody. And perhaps it does not interest them. They are merely observing. They are just merely seeing how the society operates and all. But it begs the question, in today's society, how do you live in this economy, eat, breathe, leave, without a digital footprint? And if you have a digital footprint, you will have a 
सोशल सिक्योरिटी आधार कार्ड क्रेडिट कार्ड डेबिट कार्ड और वट एवर एंड आई एम जस्ट रेफरिंग टू अ regular urban modern lifestyle one can always argue that you know what if they are living in the mountains somewhere which does not warrant all of this is it possible yeah it is possible but does it make sense it perhaps doesn't make sense i mean if you had to study the population the society the behavior how humans operate then you would want to be among them not in nestled in the mountains uh, buried in a cave or somewhere where nobody goes there so it's a bit counterintuitive now the other next point are there why is it that most aerial activity or extraterrestrial activity post roswell is mostly centered or surrounded around united states why is that why is it that other parts of the world don't report as much i'm i know that there are many cases where i think there was an instance in china in europe in some other regions in the world and even india has that its own share of extraterrestrial news doing the rounds but i'm just talking from a volume comparison standpoint if there are 100 sightings say in the united states in compare say that to india you have less than 5 or maybe 3 credible um, so and why is that surprising i'll tell you why because i think last checked us was about a population of 500 million plus people i think 512 million people we are 1.37 billion and growing of which say roughly 60% or let's say conservatively 50% of people have at least one mobile phone of which say 40 or 50% will have a smart device with a camera in it and the odds of 300 400 million people not citing one instance of unnatural extraterrestrial phenomena if it were to happen is again seems unlikely i'm just extrapolating here right it seems unlikely so many people with smart smartphones very eager and mind you if even if you look at it from a geographical standpoint india is surrounded by water on all the three sides arabian sea bay of bengal indian ocean there are a lot of military installations um, flying jets everything is up and running and functional detecting every other thing that is happening trespassing or crossing we haven't heard any such reporting from any such uh, fighter jets in india or any of our neighboring countries or regions yeah one on the flip side one could argue that's by design perhaps uh, so then one wonders then why is it happening in so much in the united states and not in our military so yeah it is something which surprises you because india is so geographically diverse you have snow desert jungle and beaches where there is enough secluded place i mean don't look at the major crowded cities but just as you step say 50 miles 70 miles outside of the city it's, it's a fairly open space so there are enough places to see crop circles enough land possible to have any extraterrestrial sighting or visitation or what have you or even abduction if the case might be 
none of that seems to happen. And so it often begs the question, why is it absent in certain parts of the world and very evident in other parts of the world? The other point, the next point is, or the next point of discussion is, historically, technology was not as evolved. So uh, an image of an alien spacecraft in, say, 1950 or 42, I think, if it was over a ranch or something, could be more credible than that of an image today. Why? Because very high likelihood or, or chances that it could be photoshopped, it could be a hoax. There is enough sophisticated image creating software available which can just replicate and create a seamless uh, CGI image which will blend into reality as if it is part of the photograph. You know, so you look at some of the better websites. Uh, the images and the text are blended so well that you don't know that there is an image that has been superimposed over the text. And so it's very likely that it could, the chances of hoax are very high. So the, the counter question to that is if uh, the photographs were available for, or are still available of, say, 1940s or 50s, where there is a clear image of an extraterrestrial craft, why is that photograph not being investigated? And if they are or they have, why is that evidence not being shared or shown, credited or discredited? In either ways, I haven't really read or come across much. The other point about the recent um, discovery where one of the fighter jets captures a fast-moving object. The imagery is in black and white and almost static in you know, uh, the radar screens. I refuse to believe that there isn't enough sophisticated software to convert that footage into a real colored live footage. I mean, if you just all you have to do is search YouTube and say New York of 1915 or Paris, walk in Paris in 1920, and what they've done is recolorized the entire film and uh, from choppy, scratchy, black and white uh, photos, they have now made it uh, as if it's like a you know, modern, as if it's like a real image, right? A real movie, you can see the colors come alive and they've slowed down or matched the uh, pace of the footage to match the normal as if how people would walk normally. If you remember those days, uh, if you see old footage, it's almost like as if they're on fast forward. So there's all sorts of advanced editing technologies that are available for you to um, modernize a footage. So why couldn't a state-of-the-art military installation convert that grainy footage into clear, visible 4K image and show it to us. The only plausible answer that I extrapolate out of it is that maybe they don't want to. Maybe that is by design. Maybe this is what it is and keep it hazy, if you will. And so you often wonder that if there is so much of effort being done towards 
keeping this information under the hood, under the lid, then there ought to be something that is so explosive in nature that it just cannot be shared. Otherwise, it, it just consumes too much of management bandwidth, if you know what I mean, to keep all of this news under wraps. And if there isn't anything to hide, if there isn't anything to worry about, why even conceal it? Just, yeah, here are the files, here are the photographs, go figure. And the final point from an entertainment standpoint is, you know, if you look at movies, uh, they have been, there have been science fiction movies ever since War of the Worlds or even earlier, if I'm not mistaken. But there have seldom been movies which are almost like a cut above the rest. Like there's no reference to context of such imagery. So if you look at episode four, five, six of the Star Wars series, the imagery, the completeness of the imagery that was showed in that movie or in, in, in those three movies in particular was way ahead of its times, very unprecedented. And so one often wonders the source of such imagination. What's the origin? It couldn't have just been creativity alone. There had to be some reference to context for that imagination to take shape in such a complete manner. And I, and I completely understand that it couldn't or wouldn't have been only George Lucas or Steven Spielberg or James Cameron kind of people. There could be hundreds and thousands of other brains and technicians behind it. But the research material to come up with such completeness of vision has to have an origin, a source. And sometimes I am tempted to believe that unless you are privileged or privy to such information, it is difficult to have such completeness of imagination. So it is very much possible that some of the creative people in those times had access to data, access to images, access to information, which is in some sense a part of a dissemination program, if you will, to let the public know about what could be possible in the future. Likewise, uh, you know, that's, it's kind of, it mirrors the dissemination information that we get from the authorities. You know, first there was no acknowledgement of Area 51, and then they said, yep, it exists, and then period. And then after some time, there was like, no UFOs, okay, yep, there are UFOs, and then period. And so, point is, it's like, bit by bit, drop by drop, if something is administered to a patient, then the impact is that much more smoother, easier. And and that, I think, is, is a logic which is hard to defy, because I completely agree and understand, if you just zoom out and look at it at a macro level, that suddenly, though, imagine those people from a religious context, right, if they believe of this one supreme god, one being, or even if they have multiple gods, but by definition they, f they think, they believe, their faith is that there is nobody more intelligent, powerful, smarter, greater, bigger than the god that they believe in, right? And then suddenly, if an authority comes and says, no, no, there is this extraterrestrial being 
from another advanced civilization which has uh, superior powers and can do stuff that you've never imagined for. My sense is it would imbalance the fabric of the society big time. You know, it'll shake the foundations of the society. And so giving a shock and awe to this information is counterintuitive to even humanity. There is logic in that. It makes common sense in that, right? Uh, but the question is, how long will this go on? And across, if they are hiding something, if something is being kept away, the only thing we need to know then is, is it dangerous in nature? If it is not dangerous in nature, other than the economic or mental or societal impact, if there is no immediate threat, threat to humanity, like what Dr. Stephen Hawking said, right? That beware what you wish for, it might just come true uh, by, if you're looking uh, for ex advanced civilization who are more powerful than you, then what if they want to colonize us? You know, if man being the, and I'm just paraphrasing here, so if man being highest in the food chain, we kind of consume everything that is below us in some shape, size, or form. So does it not make sense for someone even more superior than us to consume us? And if they have not done so in so far, the counter argument is maybe we are not as important or as significant or relevant. Could highly be likely. So I'll leave it at that. These are just questions and observations. There are no clear answers and there is no one direction that one can tilt favorably or unfavorably. I'll just end by saying, just like Fox Mulder said, uh, let's just say I want to believe and the truth is still out there. Well, that's all the time I had for this experience, friends. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I had sharing them with you. I know these questions could lead us into a rabbit hole which we cannot exit sometimes. It's important to zoom out and look at the immediate reality and the immediate reality around us is that COVID is here. And so the first and foremost request to you all is to stay safe, be well, exercise caution, and uh, in this period, I, my prayers are there with you, with your near and dear ones. And hopefully, if I were to do some correlation with extraterrestrial beings, and if they are favorable, maybe we'll have such advanced information and knowledge some, in some day where we'll conquer all the viruses that there are on this planet and live happily ever after. Well, till such time, stay well, stay happy, and look into the skies to find any extraterrestrial phenomena reach out to me on my social media handles gyanban on twitter and facebook or send me a note on gyanban with a double n at gmail if you want to have a long conversation and i'd be glad to bring this up in subsequent discussions this is your host gb and you are listening to the gyanban experience peace out